Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Yes, it's time again for the Marriage Mentor Podcast. I'm staying here with my beautiful, wonderfully talented wife, Jolene Engel. My name's Eric Engel. What do we got going on today? Just a little bit of embarrassment after that uh, introduction. I know, it goes every time I embarrass you. I tried not to laugh. Okay. Okay, so today, 15 reasons why a wife doesn't follow her husband. 15. 15. The, man, the men had 14 reasons why he doesn't lead. But you had to put one more on there for the women. Well, you know, I, I, I tried to keep it the same, but... I, I just I just couldn't. Okay. Okay. I wanted to keep it fair, but I guess the Lord had a different plan. So the verse. Are we going to fit all these into one podcast? I think we are because we're not we're not solving today. Okay. Today we're just we're just addressing the why. Okay? okay. Because I firmly believe, at least this is in in my own mind. If I know the why, then it's easier for me to do something than okay. to just be told to do it. Okay, okay. Read, read the verse. The verse is Ephesians 5, 20, 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. So in case you don't know, as a listener, maybe you might be new to the podcast, like why on earth, why on earth would a wife follow her husband? This is the verse because we're, this is what we're called to. This is how God set it up. And so I know for me, before I married you, I could either have had the type of marriage that I intended or the type of marriage that God intended. I'm happily married for 21 years. I've chosen the the type of marriage that God intended. So I want that. I want that for every wife listening. Okay, because I know what it's like to be in horrible relationships and do do what I think is best. But I know the other side of hey, let's do what God says to do, and that's where I want her to be because that that creates a beautiful marriage. But there is something to this idea of a wife following her husband. That um, that sometimes we just don't like, <laughs> or a lot of times we don't like. Okay. Okay. Well. So here's here's the fifteen reasons. Again, we're just addressing the why. May, number one, maybe she doesn't know how to follow her husband. Now, for me, I knew how to follow a boss per se, even though I would create mutinies at work and rock the boat. You know, but I had to learn how to be a good follower. You know, I think everyone in life has to learn that. Okay. Okay. So you don't know how. I mean, is it that hard to not to figure out how to follow? I mean, basically, that's just keeping your mouth shut, isn't it? Is that how to follow? Yes, but that doesn't come natural. Okay. <laughs> because that that's another reason. So to be a follower, at least in my mind, kind of implied that I'm, I'm raising a white flag and I'm surrendering. And so that concept did not sit well with me. Okay. Now it was, it, again, it was, it was easier to, to follow a boss, and but in a romantic relationship, I didn't understand that concept. Does that make sense? Right. And I don't know that it's raising a white flag necessarily. Well, you ask most women, it, does it feel like you're raising a white flag and they all <laughs> might be raising their hands? And feel, feel free to send me an email and say that's exactly how I felt. So that was number one. Okay, great. Number one, what was number two? 
Number two, maybe she didn't have a mother in her life to teach her how. You know, there could have been no mom. There could have been, you know, some something that didn't, she didn't have the role model. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Even if she did have a mother, why? Well, I guess what I'm saying is how many mothers know how to follow? follow? Let me ask you that. Well, we're only on point number two. So there's 13 more to address, but I'm addressing no mom in the home. Okay. Not a bad mom, but no mom. Okay. Just like with the husbands, there was no father in the home. Okay. Because there are, there are families where- You're you're saying this is where there's no mother in the home. There's no mother in the home. Okay. Okay. So there, there are some women that, that grew up in that situation. Okay. So that's number two. Number three. She has a mom in her home, and her mom was contentious, and this this woman, this wife, now is emulating what she saw growing up. Okay, so okay? I want... I was that. Uh, I get that, and we use this term a lot, and it's a biblical term, contentious. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that could be kind of uh, Bible ease, and I just want to give a quick kind of definition of contentious, meaning to contend, mm-hmm. Okay. So when I picture someone that is looking to contend, they got their fists up. I mean, that's an easy. Is is that an easy? I came out of the womb with my fists up. You came out of the womb with your fists up. Okay. So you were you were born contentious, is what you're saying. Yes. Definite, definite rebellious, angry state. Okay. But anyways, uh, yes, contentious is to contend. You know, there's strife in the home and it's just like, you know, that was what she saw growing up. That's but, what I saw growing up. But they're ready to fight. They're ready to fight. Okay. Uh, number four, maybe her mother was married to a controlling husband. Okay. So mom's not contentious, but the husband is controlling. Okay. And the last thing that this wife wants to do is put herself in a similar situation because some husbands don't know how to lead right. They control. Okay. Well, which goes back to being a ruler. Right, right. So, you know, you have two two sides of the spectrum here. Point number three is mom was contentious. You know, she's, she's not going to follow the husband. N- number four is mom was married to a controlling husband. So this wife saw a, a bad, toxic relationship and she wants no part of that. Okay. okay? So that's another reason why a wife won't follow. What's the next one? Uh, number five. Oh, this would be your wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a go-getter, assertive personality, and following does not come naturally for her. It doesn't come naturally. No. No, no. I mean, and that's just a personality thing. Right. So, you know, there has no, there's no toxicity on that. It's just, you know, we we're born with... A personality, and we're trying to figure out how how to line this up with the Word of God. Okay? Okay. So number six. Here's another personality one. Maybe this wife is married to a passive husband who does not know how to naturally lead. Okay? Well, even if he's not a passive husband, that doesn't mean if he's aggressive, he still doesn't know how to lead. I understand that. But personality, if you you have a passive personality as a man, the last thing you're looking to do is lead. Right. Okay. So it's a personality issue there, not just a, I don't know how to lead issue. Okay. 
like the, the flip side is for me as a wife, I'm naturally assertive. So I had to learn how to follow. Well, you did a good job on learning that. All right. Well, thank you. Anyways, number seven. Okay. So this is a character issue. Maybe she thinks her husband is, let me rephrase this. This is a lack of character issue. A lack of character issue for the woman or the husband? (laughs) For the woman. She, maybe she thinks her husband is inept, lazy, or doesn't care. So she has to take the leadership position. Okay. Okay. There's a lot to say about that, but uh, I just want this list. How, how many wives feel that way? I mean, that's that's virtually all wives. Ninety nine point nine point nine nine nine. We we all have that. Right. We all have that. So, and that's why we should always be growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because that's what it comes down to: is not my will, but the Lord's will. Okay. Okay. Number eight. The this wife has a hard time following or doesn't want to follow her husband because she's been taught by the world, the her family, or friends to follow no man. To follow no man. Now, I don't imagine that you ever said that, <laughs> did you? I think I think I have told, said this on the podcast before, but I can't remember, you know, all the stories we've shared over 100 plus episodes now. But at age seven, I, I can remember this as clear as day, is at age seven, I stood on... The chartered bus, you know, I was raised in a family where football was life. Right. Okay. Every Sunday, Pop Warner football was our life for years on end. And so I was raised with three older brothers. And of course, you know, the natural thing was for me to be the cheerleader. Dad's the coach. Mom's the team mom. All the boys play. I'm the cheerleader. And here we are on this chartered bus to go to some, you know, game bowl type far away and i remember standing at the front of the bus with the adults with my hands on my hips which was normally my my pose of indignation right okay saying why 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 when a when a girl i probably said when a girl gets married does she have to take the man's last name and they're all just looking at me like who who is this seven-year-old and why is she talking about this stuff you know go run along with your friends And then I said, I proudly proclaimed this as I puffed out my chest. Well, when I get married, the man's taking my last name. I was age seven. (laughs) Okay, that that is. That says it all right there. That says it all right there. So, obviously, the the culture and, and my family upbringing, my personality, my rebellious spirit, it all just kind of collided at age seven and then turned into something horrific even later on in life. But yeah, I mean, our, our world today, our culture today is definitely screaming into the ears of women saying, listen to no man. And, you know, Satan does a good job of that as well. Okay. So okay. what's the next one? Um, number nine, she doesn't follow because she's not biblically aware of her role. Okay. She'd be a new believer. She may not even realize, you know, this is what she should be doing. So it's just a lack of knowledge there. What percentage of gals would you say that is? Um, I, I would have been one as a new believer until I read, you know, when, until I read those verses. So I guess what it comes down to is how many women are really reading what the Bible has to say about her role as a wife. And buying into it because virtually every single time I hear any speaker speak in the church about the roles of a gal, of a woman, they apologize for it. 
the men do because I think honestly, it it, it it's. It's, I think it's hard for a man to bring that message. Well, I understand. But you mentioned just today of a gal who spoke yes. that also said she's going to offend some women. Yes, I'm going to step on some toes. And it's just like, you don't need to apologize for bringing God's word. I'm not, just so you know, listener, I, I will never apologize for bringing God's word. If you're offended, you're, you're, you're convicted because it's the Holy Spirit. Okay. okay. So, but it, as a woman, emotionally, what we read in scripture are just hard truths they're hard truths you know for us to embrace so i think you know as a speaker we try and lighten the blow a little bit and it's just like don't lighten the blow just give them the truth because it's going to rescue their soul and it's going to rescue their marriage okay okay so that was number nine number ten She's been the leader in the marriage for so long that she doesn't want to change or she doesn't know how to change. Okay, so that that does happen. Some people come to the Lord later in life. Some people, their roles are reversed in marriage. You know, even believers that I've known that have been married for 30 plus years. You know, she took the position of leadership and now all of a sudden he wants it back. And it's just like, well, you've 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 created this. You know, that's going to be hard to undo to have that type of habit all these years. Okay. Um, number 11. Maybe she's been controlled by a tyrant of a husband and she's apprehensive to follow him. So again, you got a toxic husband there and she's just like, nope, you know, you've, you've put me in some, some harm, harmful, destructive situations and, you know, I, I don't want to follow. And, and I will teach wives all day long, never follow Never follow him in sin, okay? Of course, but I don't. I don't think that they understand a lot of times the difference between sin and just downright stupidity. I understand that, but a controlling husband could cross so many lines that it's ridiculous. You know that he he could border on some emotional abuse and just oh, downright of course tyranny there. Of course, but but for example. Uh, following him in his sin, uh, sin, it, you know what it is, okay? And sin is not uh, making a mistake like, um, I don't know, he ordered, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I may use the, the example of he, he took the wrong way when he drove to some place. Okay, that's not, yeah. I understand what you're saying there, that that's, there's no reason to get on his case because he just made a bad decision, you know, but a controlling husband, no wife does well under that. I, but I would say there are a lot of wives that won't follow just because they don't think their husband makes the right decision. Right. That would have been fur- that would have been further up on the list. She thinks he's inept. Okay. The inept husband is not the same as a controlling husband. Okay. Hands right. down. Got it. Um, number 12. She's afraid to follow him. He could be a great guy. He's not controlling. He leads well. But men are natural risk takers. You you wanted me to do something a couple of years ago. What do you think if we go to this location and leave the boys overnight? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little afraid to do that, you know, because they were, what, 16, 17 at the time. And, and I was just, I wasn't there yet. I was too fearful to, to do that. Okay. So in that essence, I would, but I said to you. I communicated to you, I'm afraid to do that, as opposed to taking a passive aggressive stance 
and saying nothing and pretending that it, la la la, I, I didn't hear what you suggested or I came at you and I contended with you. So, I did neither. So what, I, if, what if I would have said, hey, it's okay. We're going to let them do that. After I expressed, I'm afraid I would then follow you. Okay. But you, but you heard me. You right. considered me. Okay. So a husband who's, who doesn't have a track record of considering his wife, it's going to be very hard for her to follow him when, when he's always kind of like pushing her out on the edge, either emotionally or, or physically. You know, okay. she doesn't feel like she has a safety net. She doesn't feel like she's being heard by him or certainly cared and loved by him. Okay. I feel those ways from you. So when I express to you, oh, I'm afraid to do that. And you say, okay, it's going to be okay. Or in that, in this previous situation, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put that on you and tax you emotionally as well. Okay. Right. right. Um, 13, she doesn't trust him to follow him. Okay. That's huge. Trust is huge. If she doesn't trust him, she's not following. She just flat out doesn't trust him. And that could be because, uh, what, because he's not trustworthy or maybe she just doesn't trust anyone. She's a control freak. Well, she could, she could be a control freak, but again, he, he could have put her in lots of situations in, in the past where she can't trust him. Well, okay. All right. But and, see, and here's I, the deal. I understand that. But what about, uh, I want to address this just a little bit about the, the control freak. How often, <laughs> how often... Do gals just not trust their husband because they have a control issue? We'll get to that one. Okay. It's on the list. <laughs> There's 15 <laughs> points here, love. Well, we're running out of... 15. We're, we're running out of lists. I was just wondering. Well, okay. trust, it, trust breaks down. Over time, you're married to a human being, okay? It, we... I, I'm not always perfect. So You're not I, always perfect. I started out in your eyes looking like Jesus. And as the years go on, <laughs> I look less and less like him all the time. <laughs> there's there's more and more wounds that we experience and disappointments and difficulties and trials. And as we go through those trials, you know, trials are designed to refine us. They're, and as a married couple, they're designed to strengthen our marriage, not sever it. Okay. And many couples, when they go through their trials, they're like attacking each other. And it's just like, no, 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 you, you, you got to lean on each other and weather this storm so you could get through it, you know, intact. So here's what, here's what I hear you saying. When you go through trials, you should be back to back right. with, with your swords out. But right. Many couples go face to face with right. their swords out. Right. And so they're wounding each other. And so for a woman, if she's been wounded more than a few few times it's her guards going up it's going up real fast and she's gonna take a second to think about will i follow him again because i've been hurt before okay. we're much faster to say hey no i've been wounded okay so that was 13 here's where you're really some of the things that you've asked number 14 she's too proud to follow him there's too much pride pride how big of an issue is that for a woman? Mine, 100%. <laughs> 100%. 100%. It's a 100% problem for a woman. For me, okay? But for somebody else, they might they might be debil debilitated by fear. Their fear meter might be off the charts. Okay. okay? So so those are, are, are two major factors. Many times it's either one or the other, isn't it? 
Eh, I could look at personality and say, oh yeah, for my assertive personality, I'm going to swing more to the pride side. More of a passive gal with a passive personality, she's going to swing more to the fear and anxiety side. That doesn't mean that I don't have fear and anxiety because I do. And that doesn't mean she doesn't have pride, but predominantly... I could look at, oh, here's where I'm naturally swinging. She'll say, here's where she's naturally swinging. Okay. okay. So it, anyway, so we, we have to deal with our pride because pride's not a good thing. And many times the Lord will take me through things to, you know, keep chipping away at my pride. Okay. Okay. And number five, here's her reality. Or no, 15. 15. Number 15. Here's her rela- reality. She's living on the other side of the garden gate. She's not, she's not in paradise anymore what does sin, that mean sin has entered in there is the fall is that is that okay? the control is that there, what we're talking she, about she lives with an ongoing curse until the day she dies and that is genesis three sixteen. and you will desire to c- control your husband and he will rule over you okay it is in us it's in our sin dna to want to control okay? so would you say that that's the number one biggest problem right there uh, well, it's interesting because I really wanted 14 reasons for him, why he's not leading and 14 reasons why she won't follow. And I kept looking at my list and I kept looking at the guy's list and I'm like, I can't, I, I can't cut out anything. And so I thought, okay, Lord, is it, is it cause you want this one to stand out? Is you, do you want this, this reason to stand out? Because when I understood that verse and knew that, Hey, it's in my flesh nature, to want to control it it, it gave me grace okay there you know there was a a spirit of grace there that it's just like okay this is not impossible for me okay It, it is the reality that we are living with this and i almost think that that god kind of smiled when this took place not in you know obviously he didn't want his his children to fall he didn't want his children to be disobedient, but he gave us a piece of the puzzle of you're going to have this issue, but I'm sending Jesus. Well, okay. It's nice that he told us, isn't it? Yes. So for me, I appreciated the enlightenment. Okay. I appreciated knowing the why. Why do I do these things? Because when I know the why, because I could go back and look at this list and say, oh, ouch, I'm really convicted here. So how, and, do you, how do you feel about the idea knowing that you have a sin nature of wanting to control your husband? Does that bother you? It doesn't bother me because I have the power of the Holy Spirit within me. Okay. Will, will that bother most gals? Uh, maybe upon first hearing it, it might. I know upon first hearing it, I'm like, I got robbed, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know i i look at the man's role and i look at I, I look at the wife's role and i hands down i feel like i got the easier assignment okay okay i mean yes we are dealing with an awful lot of emotions that a woman has that's why i had to address the fear i had to address the pride because those are all there and when the trust starts to erode we step back further and further okay but we also have to deal with our sin nature and our sin nature is to be in charge Okay, so when I saw that, I thought, oh, that just kind of alleviated some of my frustration. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So those are those are my 15 reasons and, why she and, won't follow. And, and obviously, one thing I just have to put in here to the guys 
don't go telling your wife that her the reason she has a problem is because she's got this sin nature and oh. she's trying to control you. Well, yeah. I mean, the last thing that any spouse should do is hold up this list for the wives. The husband should not hold up this list and then point out you're number four, you're number eight, and you got number 10, 12, and 13 all wrapped up in one. No wonder why we have all these issues. And vice versa. The wife shouldn't go get the list when we release the, the podcast episode for the husbands, why they're, not le- why they're not leading. The whole point of the list is a couple things. You know, if you're the, the wife listening to this, it's Lord, help me to be the wife you want me to be and help me to uncover what, what is it that's kind of tripping me up? You know, what are those things? And help me to overcome them. And if the husband's listening and he could see, oh, my wife's tripping up on these things. Well, she had a contentious mother. So that should give him a little more grace to look at, hey, my wife came from this, this upbringing. She's got to overcome some stuff. Right. Okay? So it should give the husband some some understanding, well, some grace. A telltale sign is if her mother is like that, is if he gets along with the mother-in-law. Well, yeah. I mean that. I mean, really, why would it? Why would a husband not get along with the mother-in-law? Uh, period. Okay. Let's say he's a complete screw up. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not the mother-in-law's place to tell him he's a screw up. Okay. So he would still get along with her. Do, do you understand right. what I'm saying? Right. So. And if he's not a screw up and he doesn't get along with her, either way, if he doesn't get along with the mother-in-law, something's going on there and maybe he wants to look at that and, and pay attention. Well, yeah, I mean, bottom line is either list, you could you could ask the Lord, you know, reveal to me where I need to grow, reveal to me where I need to repent. I mean, I could look at this list and say, oh, ouch, my name's written all over that one. And I should be able to go to you and say, hey, I'm really sorry for, you know, these things that are tripping me up or hindering me or causing me to not want to follow you, you know, because you have to move forward in your marriage according to God's plans. Otherwise, your marriage is your way. Okay. So what are we going to do with these lists? I'm doing nothing with them. What do you mean? (laughs) I don't mean like right now. (laughs) I'm... I'm talking about the list. I understand. You have the list. Are we gonna are we gonna give some some help and conclusion oh, for this? Oh, okay. Um, well, some of I don't them mean right now, but in another yeah. episode. Um, yeah, uh, we'll follow up with you know if this has your name written all over it. This is you know how you deal with it. But we have talked about you know what's a wife to do with a controlling husband. Um, so there's a lot of information already. There's our well. There's. I have over 600, 700 articles on my site that I do address this stuff. So, um, but I think the why is important, Okay. you know, because a lot of times our feelings, our emotions cloud our sound mind. Well, a lot of times if you understand the why, then it makes a whole lot more sense to you and it gives you a little more compassion, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So those are my thoughts. Okay. Once again, they are fantastic fantastic thoughts. Thanks, Liv. I'm Eric Engel. And I'm Jolene Engel. You can find me at jolaneengel.com. And you can find me right next door. Until then, embrace your choice.